champ is here. <laughs> yo, 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 ha ha, yeah, you're now in square circle 101, you got your man, the Titanian Stallion, Mr. Sunny Eel, now with me, he actually shares the games with a former world champion, female boxer, the Lady Hammer, my man Shooter, how you doing today? Man, I'm doing alright, man, you know what one of my dad's nicknames was, it was Black Hammer, man, so it's like, it may, may run in the family a little bit, man. Obviously does. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101 or hit us up on Instagram at Square Circle 101 or talk a little spec to us on Twitter and talk is Smack 101. How you feeling, baby? Man, I'm feeling good, man. Honestly, it's, um, um, I, I don't have, I don't have any complaints really, man. Life has not been bad, bad at all. Like I've been really blessed, man. So I don't mean to get all deep on you right now, but, uh. Pause. But God is good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But God is good right now, so I, I'm I'm I can't complain. I'm good. I'm good. What's yeah. up with you? How you doing? How I'm you doing? doing? Good man. Uh, Dion Cole mentioned. He said, you know, black people always say they they, get, they praise the Lord on some of the most unnecessary things. Sometimes he said, you know, you could be running late to work and then hit that light and go praise the Lord and make it on time. Next day you still running late, not get that light, and still be like, oh, forget to praise the Lord then. Uh, so we see what happens. You got a competition coming up, right? I sure do. That's at, from RCF? Nah, it's not at RCF, but uh, I am uh, competing with some of my uh, gym mates. Are you guys representing RCF? We are representing RCF everywhere we go, baby, always, if you know. And and this is not a gang RCF. Yeah, anything it is. Like that. Yeah, it is. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. So make sure you hit them up. That's a three-week free trial. RCF, three locations here in Western Washington. IamRCF.com. Check it out. If you tell them we sent you, you know you got the three-week free trial. Let's not ever forget about game time down in downtown Tacoma. If you're local, you send them in. You go in there. You say we sent you. You get 40% off. It's that simple. It's that simple. So I hope people take advantage of it. If not, just go in there and say you know me or you know them. Brag a little bit. It's okay to say it. You know what I'm saying? What you got for us, baby? How we winning? Be brave enough to suck at something new. That's a good one. Yeah, That's it's uh, it's like every time you got experiment moves in the bed. Yeah, you, 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 hey, be brave enough. That's step it. out there on faith, man. You have like, to try. You, real, you know, you might get like, that look I, like, what were you doing? I, and, I, oh, you might even look at yourself like, I don't know what I was I'm thinking. Even, that one. I'm not even, I'm not even going to the depths and the details of like what I, yeah. what I've done to get to there. Uh, I've had a few that were kind of like this, but at the same time, man, that fear of failure is what holds so many people back. So it's all right to step out and take a leap, and then just. It's all right. Just be brave enough to suck at something new because you never know what might take you. You know what? You are prime example of helping me out. Yeah. Like RCF, man. I would have never, I would have yeah. never did it without saying, "Hey, man." Without me giving you the out. choice. Hey, for real. Yeah. Talk though. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, I popped it in the calendar. Hey, he'll be there. Don't make me look bad. And been loving it ever since. Hey, <laughs> Lo, you're welcome, my man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're welcome. You're welcome at all. You know, that's what I'm talking about. But that's a good quote. One more time. Be brave enough to suck at something new. And you know what the best thing about that? Because this is a recap weekend for us. We're going to go right into this first one with Clarissa Shields and Ivana Hobbison. Pump a lot. <laughs> That's exactly what I've always thinking. I didn't want to be the one to say it because it would have been cliche coming as, from as me. A, as, a James Bond, as a James Bond slash international man of mystery, Austin Powers fan, it only uh, goes. You know, yeah, now, that, that, now that we Ivana mentioned him, he's probably got a new movie coming out. Galore. He's probably got a new movie coming out since so you brought it up. But Clarissa Shields came in with a dominating performance on Ivana Hobbison. There's really not much left for this girl, I feel like. It, it, you know what? I feel bad, too. And it's like um, she has put not just her. Um, we're always going to talk about the female boxers who put, you know, mm-hmm. who made this sport great. You know, the um, Layla Ali's, the Layla Ali's Christina and Martin. the, the Christina Martins and all those, you know, even uh, even Lady Hammer. Yep. Like all the like you, there is nothing for this girl to do. Or prove like honestly, she is a victim of her own success. Like it's kind of like how Roy Jones doesn't really get the credit he deserves. Like of course, if Roy Jones wasn't as action packed as he was, and just a supreme athlete. Baby. If he if he wasn't as action packed as he was, I, I feel like he'd be one of those uh, boxers that get lost in between the cracks because he was so above his competition. So it, it's you know you know what I love. And just like, um, and I'm not trying to get away from Clarissa Shields, but just like Roy Jones, it's like, you know, that year or two that, you know, 
it was like they were debating on who's better, like Kobe or T Mac. Like it's kind of like it was like Floyd and Roy Jones. And Roy Jones yeah. was better than Floyd at one point. At one point, and yeah. It's just like, but he'll never, he can't get that credit because he was one just so. One kind of He was just, and he the was other just one so dominant way, yeah. at, at what his craft was. And Clarissa Shields is the same way. Yeah. It's like after she beat uh, Lady Hammer, after she beat Christina Hammer, it's just like what else is there now? The thing that she showed when she faced this chick was how much an amateur pedigree really can reflect in the professional ring. And we saw that, you know, in the first fight with yeah. uh, 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 Andy Ruiz yeah. against uh, Anthony Joshua. Exactly. So when you say don't be brave, be brave to, to not suck. Be brave suck. enough to do something new. Yeah, be brave enough to suck, suck at something, something new. new. <laughs> Pause for push shields on that one. Yeah. But for her to even mention now, talking about UFC... She should be training with John Jones now. She said uh, she wants to see how she feels with the wrestling and the kicking part of it. If it's a mechanical thing she's going to adjust, she's definitely going to do it. Which I think is good for her because the money issues, you know, for females in this in this combat sports. If she if if she becomes an MMA or UFC fighter, I, I will be I will be her number one fan. Oh, she will have fine. And I will watch every single one of her oh, bouts. You know, because you know. the biggest thing is, I've, like I said, like I said, the same thing about like with Floyd Mayweather. If any boxer, a prime pe- pedigree, number one top line, and the right age, right time, yeah. go into, into the UFC, they will give problems to anybody. Because the two yeah. bases you need for UFC and MMA is boxing, yeah. wrestling, or jiu-jitsu. One yeah. of those three. Yeah. No one says kickboxing. Nobody says karate. Nobody says any martial arts out there. And I respect and love all martial arts. Yeah. Lord knows if I become a billionaire, first thing I do is... A, or second thing I do probably is a kung fu flick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's the first thing? Lamar Odom. <laughs> not, oh, <no>. got- <laughs> so I might not make it to the kung fu flick. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, and it's action packed, and that's one of the things that we've seen success in there. My man Cody Garbrandt, no kick, no martial arts background, became a UFC champion. Yeah. So it's possible out there. I said that about Mike Tyson at the end of his boxing oh, yeah. career. I, I thought he would be a decent MMA fighter. Now look. For today's rules. Listen, today's rules, like I mean, yes. Because I'm like, there's a reason why you can pick him in UFC. Well, in <laughs> the game. Well, well, yeah. Like think about it. Like if anybody's gonna fight him, what are they gonna do? They're gonna shoot for his legs because yeah. nobody's standing up with him. So he would have to work on his ground game because he could outbox anybody in yep. there with that speed. So yes. Um, I think I, I think Clarissa Shields is that same type of athlete. Like I don't I don't want her to just basically transition over just because of the money issues, like with female boxing. But like it's kind of. Just like I said, she is a victim of her own success. What I would like to see is one or the other, someone reach out to somebody, but Clarissa Shields somehow get with Heather Hardy, someone who's been able to do both sports, yeah. to help her train and maybe learn even. Yeah. Because, unfortunately, <laughs> Heather Hardy got into it from getting beat, so she had to start doing the beatings herself. Yeah. And, and that's the motivation. But she at least can give Clarissa Shields a professional perspective on both worlds. Yeah. And there's not many female in combat sports that can actually do that yeah. you know there's Clarissa Shields I'm not. I'm sorry there's uh, Heather Hardy another good one would be well not Amanda Nunes because hey. she wants to fight Amanda Nunes well I mean look about it you got uh, Chris Cyborg Chris who's Cyborg a, who's a sparring partner mm-hmm. of Clarissa Shields so that would be I mean why not take advice from somebody yep. who's actually your friend and mm-hmm. somebody who you've actually uh, been Ooh. against in the ring Someone that and you who, work conti- with. And who yeah. continues to dominate the sport and too because Chris Cyborg and, is doing yeah. that she might not want to because she might see herself in there with her later on, I don't think that would happen. No, I don't think, I don't so. think that would happen. It, it would be, it, it wouldn't be good for Cyborg. I think it would, it wouldn't be good for either one of them. It's just like it's kind of like that, uh, you know, Jamel versus Jamal Charlo thing. Yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah, you don't yeah. want to go against. It's like no matter how bad no, you yeah. want it, you know how much yeah. money it's just yeah. like there's a there's a simple form of I wonder respect what, that you I wonder have. what the Charlo brothers' record is at home between the two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's I can tell you right, right now. Neither one of them know. Neither one of them know. Neither, yeah. neither one of We'd them. We'd have know. to ask the parents. <laughs> it's uh, my, my. I've mentioned many a times. One of my uh, my favorite local player, uh, Brandon Lewis, one of my homeboys yeah. who I battled with him. I couldn't tell you what our one on one games are. Mm. Like I. I think I'm up though. There it is. There it is. There it is. Hey, I think I'm up three, maybe. Yeah. I think I'm up three, but there's no definitive number. If we for ask, that. Kimmy's like, <laughs> the same thing. He's like, I'm up by two or three. <laughs> hey, look, that's what happens. Nobody knows the number. I'm up three, but <laughs> but but there's no definitive number by that. Hey, I'm too competitive. That's what it that. is. That's what it is. Now, and this this is a big week, a recap weekend we're talking about. So shout out to Clarissa, Clarissa Shields. She's definitely showing. She's to me, she's almost. At such a young age, cementing this greatest woman of all time. Yeah. And I think the, the end of her career will really determine that on how, which she hasn't even hit that fork of the road yet 
or even came into her full prime. Yeah. As just as a physical athlete. I mean, does she really need to? I think she's so dominant. You know what? I, I think another reason, not even another reason, I think one of the moves that she may have to do is just like, I hate to see it because like in such a male-dominated sport, I don't want to see her get shortchanged. But like, she may have to end up being like a co-main event on a lot of these guys, yeah, yeah. a lot of these guys' undercards, just to get some like exposure, that. just to get more exposure, or just to have the fights on there. Like, I mean, could you just imagine? Like, and I don't care who it is because, you know, I don't care who she's fighting against because I like watching Clarissa Shields box and I like seeing her fights. But you know, just under, her being on a pay, undercard as a pay-per-view fight or anything yeah. like that, like that exposure, because that's going to expose a lot more women to yeah. these other fighters that yep. we see. Is, I mean, is. you know, we do this, we do this podcast, and we love the sport, and we talk about women boxing when it's significant, but we don't cover it to the depths as it should be, just because it's because we not, know what and we know what's entertaining, and we know for the casuals who yeah. do listen to us yeah. that you know we don't want to start throwing names out there that they. One they ignore. Have, you have a hard time. We have a, we throw names out now that people don't know, and that's just in the male-dominated yeah, boxing world exactly. as well. So. And hopefully they go in and look those names up. So shout-out to Clarissa Shields for getting another W in there. The G-Wolt. continuing her dominance. Almost a... Is it is it G-Wolt or is it Guat? Is it G-Wolt? I thought that was money. That, no, that's Guap. Ah. Yeah, it's Guap. Got it, got it, got it. Now... Not to be confused with Guac. No, that's guacamole. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. Got it. Got the only it. person though, too. I'm not, like, I think I swear I'm the only person who doesn't like guacamole. I, I, I can go either way. It's like I'm not gonna turn it down, but I ain't paying extra for it. That's it. <laughs> that's a show, you know. But now, speaking of guacamole, let's talk about Jaime Magia. I've been hanging around you too long. When you, <laughs> said, when you say I can go either way, I'm just like, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, it, yeah. It, you just put it out there. It's a layup. It's too easy. Look, I'm not going to go that way, <laughs> but how much are we talking? <laughs> so, shout out to Jaime Munguia now real quick and his guacamole. That's probably really good at home. He went against Gary Spike O'Sullivan. So, Mr. Handlebars. <sighs> we talked about this before the fight, so, well, I mean... So we had uh, Spike O'Sullivan's uh, camp through in the town, the 11th round. Yep. Uh, I never want him to cut his mustache. He's like, not allowed I, to. I, he's, not, he's not allowed to. I think that's such a big part of who he is yes. and his, his mystique that makes him. I, I mean, if I saw him at a bar, this is I mean, I'd still fight him. But This is the thing with this guy. If he, if he can talk well, he can become a very good sports analyst with just his name and appearance alone. Yeah. And by the rules of sports, you cannot ever shave this mustache if you want to be relevant or related to the sport currently at all. Period. Yeah. Like, James Harden, if he retired tomorrow but wants to be an analyst, guess what you gotta keep, buddy? He has to keep the beard. You gotta keep the beard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta keep the beard. Understandable. It's a staple. Alright, okay, so all jokes aside, let's let's, let's get to it. Uh, so, Jaime, Jaime, go ahead. My Jaime McGill looked really good in the first three rounds and boxed really smart. He had a new trainer, Eric El Terrible Morales. Yeah. And, and who has been one of the he's up the there fights of the year candidate I mean not even candidates actually winners mm-hmm. you know with uh, uh, Barrera yep uh, had, I think they had like five professional fights maybe <laughs> four outside the ring or something so Eric Morales, uh, I'm, I'm glad that he's in Jaime Magia's yeah. corner. It's always sometimes it's always good to have new blood. Like I don't think Jaime Magia really needed it, but. I mean, we did see a peak of Javier yeah. McGee, like, as far as, like, what he's mm-hmm. able to do as far... I mean, we, when we saw him and what he did to... Uh, Saddam Ali. Saddam, what he did to Saddam Ali, you know, his power was there. We recognized that he right away. But then but then we seen him be in a couple of close fights, and because of who he is as, you know, being Jaime McGee and a knockout artist, and a lot of times, not saying that it's paved that way, but... Sometimes it's paved that way to you know yes. they want him, they want him to win. He's going to have to be able to have a full repertoire of being an actual boxer instead of just a puncher. The best thing I can say for him right now is because he's a young fighter, to be able to go in the first three rounds with the first time as Eric Morales in your trainer and at least execute the plan to the T of probably what they intended to do for the whole fight, and then like I, like I've said before, you can lure almost every Mexican into a brawl. Except for Canelo. You know, Canelo decides if he's going to brawl or not. And yeah. Jaime McGee showed that. So that's a good sign for him that he can actually execute this plan. Yeah. And with because he's young, with more training, he might be able to develop more style. Mm-hmm. Be able to do both ways. But I think Max Kellerman, I think it was Max said, said it best, was uh, you can see that he's good. Yeah. But he's not, doesn't have that Canelo talent overall. 
Okay, okay, you know, you okay. You can give you game okay. entertainment, okay. but... Understandable. How many people can give you Canelo talent? The only other one is retired Mayweather. It's okay, so that's not even fair. That's that's literally okay, that's literally let me rephrase it. okay for Mexican fighters. Okay, and everything else is just it. Okay, that's gotcha. what that means. Now, oh, what is this? What is this? Do I, do I, do I feel a little sunny ill coming on? Crystal ball type thing? Maybe, maybe. What, 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 oh, we got a vision. What, got a got a vision. Miss Cleo's with us. What do, you, what do you think about uh David Lemieux? Jaime McGee. Jaime McGee. That's a great matchup. That's a great matchup. That's a great matchup. Because you got a David Lemieux who knocked him out in inside of three, inside of two rounds, wasn't it? If 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 Dave Lemieux trimmed his hair up, they could both go in with the same hairstyle. That's possible. It's possible. Nah, I need I need the whip. Gotta I need the whip the of the I need the whip of David Lemieux's hair to come around like that. That's a great matchup, and I think that would be. We would find out what kind of chin Mungia has. Yeah. Because he's never been hit by anybody that has that kind of power. Yeah. And. Especially if you want to get if, if if they are trying to pursue a triple G fight, you need to face someone like a Dave David Lemieux to find out if you're ready for that stuff. So, and another thing about not just like uh, what kind of chin he has, like you know, we always what's great about boxing is we can always speculate between what one person is going to do and what another person is going to do between their common opponents. So, with both of these guys have fought Spike O'Sullivan, you got David Lemieux who got him out within a couple of rounds Which, and then yeah. you he took you to 11 rounds mm-hmm. either way you still got the TKO victory yeah. it's uh how big get being young mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to really face it yeah. but this will be you know he's he's faced a lot of tests already but like he's starting every to they're t- starting, starting to get him up starting there. to come a little you know bit. it's it's one of those things where i hate to say it but a good portion of his record obviously is a lot of Tijuana taxi drivers and so forth because now that he's starting to get exposure um, it was the best decision when they said no to put him in the ring with Triple G and I'm, I'm happy about that because after we saw him fight Saddam Ali he was like oh what, what's wrong with you guys yeah. but then everything else after that we're like oh, oh okay we understand you saw some you're we not, see you're, you're not ready great you're not ready that and was a smart so, move and then so that's these a good match at the mute yeah, and that was a you know in fifty fifty high. I mean twenty twenty hindsight, it was a great move. And in, I think more trainers need to think like this. This is like this is a this is a lonely sport. It's a very lonely sport, and where every win mm-hmm. and loss is devastating, depending uh, depending yes, on how because those goes. losses will make you feel real lonely, real and, fast. Exactly, and then uh, I mean. We don't take no. We don't take nothing away from you know losing to somebody like Triple G when you're up and coming. Uh, we've seen it with Canelo with Mayweather. You know we've seen and, it. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. so we've seen it with uh, Mikey Garcia mm-hmm. and Earl Spence. We don't we don't take it away from you know you going up to face a high caliber opponent. But at the same time, is once you lose, knocks your money back just a little bit. So mm, yeah, in boxing it knocks it back a lot. It knocks lot. it back a lot. Remember Chocolatito didn't even make the TV card in his yeah. last fight, and that's disrespectful a little bit. Now. Shout out to Jaime McGill. I'd like to see him matched up against David Lemieux. I don't know if they're ready to put him in the ring with him yet, but if we can speak that into existence, that would be great because if he could beat someone like a David Lemieux soundly, which would be a great time because Lemieux ain't fought in I don't know how long, that would be a great idea. Was that Lemieux's last fight? Was that Spike Sullivan when he knocked him out? Was that or the Curtis Stevenson? You think so? No, I'm pretty sure it was Lemieux. He knocked out Curtis Stevens, then he knocked out Spike Sullivan. And we ain't seen him since. You know, you know how it is, man. The Canadian fighters, you up there, man. It's easy for them. They'd rather reign in hell than serve in heaven. What are you going to do? Now, we all know, let's move on here. Now, we all know Philadelphia is probably the number one fight city in America in terms of just boxing. You'll never, you'll find as many 7-Elevens. Street, fight, street fights as well, man. From street fights to 7-Elevens, that's how many boxing gyms they have there. It's probably, they probably, they're like the 90s when everybody had a record label. Yeah. Same thing. Now, back-to-back weekends here, they had two hometown fighters suffer defeat at home. First one we'll talk about is Joe Smith Jr. and Jesse Hart. Mm-hmm. Did we disrespect Joe Smith Jr. when we picked him to lose? No, I don't think we... I, I think we both knew what Joe Smith Jr. was capable of, uh, but what he's done in the past is he's beaten... Well, we both uh, agree that I, Jesse Hart should be able to box him to an easy decision. Yeah. And it wasn't easy at all. It, at Jesse all. Hart didn't look good at all. At all. Now, this is in one of these moments where home. sometimes I can appreciate hometown cooking in the right situation, right? Yeah. Like, 
calling that extra foul. You know what I'm saying? Throwing that flag there. Calling back the play. But when it comes to sports and boxing, this is one a of these split, things where I split decision. Where I kind of draw the line if someone's just dominated. Just yeah. dominated at yeah. all. There was a one moment every time you heard that crowd get excited, ah, it wasn't because of anything Jesse Hart did at all. And he, Joe Smith Jr., he reminds me of, of Vin Diesel and the knockaround guys. That's that's what, I feel like this guy, that's what it is. And I bet you there's you think, some... You think so? He looks like one of those guys who got about a good 100 street fights on him. He's a construction worker. You know worker. what? I understand, I understand that. No, but uh, in... He uh, up to 500. In, in, no, but in your in your frame of reference, if you want to go movies, he's more like a Rocky. We didn't really think we didn't really think that he. Yeah. We knew he was game, but you didn't think that he was actually going to put out a performance to be able to you know keep up with yeah. and oh. uh, and then compete. Well, not compete, but just we thought we had Jesse yeah. Hart picked him. This definitely time, a tough like guy. That. Definitely a tough guy so, for sure. Now by beating Jesse Hart the way he did for Jesse Hart, man, this is you keep you seem to keep falling. On these big moments, right? Because this would have been the thing. He's supposed to catch the winner of the Elitor Alvarez fight, which we're going to talk about next. Uh, coming up, anyways. And he lost twice to Zerto, right? Or was it? He lost twice to David Benavidez. I'm sorry. So, those are the biggest fights he probably had. This Joe Smith Jr. was the only other big name he has besides David Benavidez. The only other name that we would ever recognize is my man. Gavroski from Tacoma, who he handled, who slumped him. So, and, um, you know, he um, we did talk about how he did beat Sullivan Barrera too. Mm-hmm. So right. that was a that was a nice Mike, Mike Gravonsky knocked him out. Uh, yeah, that's the one that you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. That was a good fight to watch. But yeah, he lost to Zerto twice. Now the only good news for Jesse Hart is that in this sport, you can you don't have to be undefeated to get a title at all, nope. at all by any means. And if you work on your craft, it's there. The only thing for this man that I need him to be advised of is that when you're coming from the son of a recognized fighter in Philly, you have to be smart with how you're going to fight in these performances, especially if you get a guy like Joe Smith Jr., who he's, he's a Terminator. You just got to kill him. That's it. You know? Because there's... if I think we gave him a little bit more boxing skills credit than he actually has. Is basically it. You know what's you know what's horrible, and I feel bad. I don't, I'm not gonna say I feel bad for Jesse Hart because it is what it is. Yeah. Is uh you lost that you lost that title, you lost both of those titles, and now you're in there. Got to get it back in the 175 division. That is really unforgiving, mm-hmm. even with Canelo out of yeah. the picture. Uh, Zerto's still there. Artur Better Biev, who just had a birthday, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dimitri Bivol, John Pascal, like uh, like Marcus Brown, like it's Ooh, him. Marcus hey, Brown would be a good matchup. Yeah, it, it's it's one seventy five division is stacked right now. Yeah, it, it has is. it has been for it quite has some been for time. A while, like, yeah, and even with Sergey Kovalev falling off, it's yeah. still uh still among, We you know Hope he retires. We we didn't get a lot of the fights that we wanted to see. No. Especially out of Sergey Kovalev, like I mean, the leader Alvarez yeah. fight is one thing I, I could have done without that. But of course, uh, seeing if Artur Better Bev could have avenged this loss that he got in the amateurs against Sergey Kovalev, yeah, which now we, now we know he'll we, murder yeah, him. Yeah, he'll so, murder him. Like, he'll murder him. Um, I was just a kid then. Yeah, no, he'll murder him. He'll murder him. So shout out to Joe Smith Jr. It looks like he's got a matchup coming up here with a fighter we're going to talk about here in just a second. But tough weekend for Philly, two weeks in a row, like. I bet you the same crowd went to both fights. Speaking of that 175 division, what do you think about uh, Elite Alvarez saying that uh, that's not the same Sergey Kovalev that he fought who fought Canelo? I think it is, honestly. I think it's the exact same one. The only difference is that he's just shop-worn, I think, because Kovalev boxed great. But when you suffer a defeat from Andre Ward, mentally and physically, and they get knocked out the way you did by Alvarez... Because remember, after he beat Alvarez a second time, he went on and beat Anthony Yardi. Right? He beat him. Knocked him out. Who, one of his top prospects who didn't want to take that step aside money that he should have. You know? And then Canelo knocked him out. And Canelo just walked him down. Because he, he lost the first half of that fight. Easy. Because Kovalev showed the skills, but time just caught up with him as it does with anybody else. But for Elita Alvarez to say it, it shows that he's still sour about that second loss. Can't let it go. Can't let it go. Hey, did you see Stephen A. Smith's Boxing hitting the pads. I've I've seen some of it. You know he tore his rotator cuff, sparring. 
Like, this is a while ago, but... Look, I've seen Lethal Weapon. Mm-hmm. Mel Gibson, he was sparring, and he threw a punch, and he th- he said he, he took his arm out of his socket, but he was too old to be fighting. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it was a movie or not. Yeah. Hey, I don't care how much pad work you, you watch online and how pretty everybody makes it look. Boxing's not for everybody. It's... it's at a, his age... If you if you're doing it just to work out, I understand. Don't put it on film and put it on the internet. Exactly. Keep the, it a workout. Hey, hey. Keep it a workout. There's a reason the why. The internet has you. The it's, internet has you. And then you know what it did? You know what it did? It justified why should I trust what you have to say when it comes to this sport of boxing. Oh man. Max Kellerman kept telling him too. He's like, "What are you doing 50 in boxing?" <laughs> Look, man. See, working with Max Kellerman got him wanting to box. Like, I, I understand that Look, feeling. Hey. Everybody gets that feeling when you watch a fight. You know, I think I can do this. I think I can do this. And, that's, and, 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 and that's why everybody that's gets happened. beat up. Man. It was just exactly. like when I saw it, like it, it was like a train work. I'm like, hey, man, this is so ugly. I do not like watching you. Yeah, I know. If it's a workout, keep it a workout. There's a reason why when people put their videos online of them working out, like with you recently, what what did you just do? You you uh you squatted how much? Oh uh, no, I, I clean and oh, you clean and clean jerk. jerk three. Not the Pornhub one, the uh, three fifteen. Three fifteen. Now you didn't post your two hundred pound ones, the two twenty five ones, the two fifty ones, or the two seventy five ones. Why? Because we want to get the max number on there. Yeah. And you do it while you're young and you're looking good. At fifty years old, you may not be doing three hundred fifteen clean and jerks unless it's. A long day, no, <laughs> but and those ain't going online for look, a reason, look, right? Look. If it was, if it was ugly, then it's not going online. Hey, period, period. Hey, bro, that's yeah. not, that's yeah, not, no. especially when you it, look. The internet, more than now and ever, is unforgiving in every way. Even when every you do way. something positive, positive, people will still we'll talk still bad break. about you. Look, so if you show any signs of weakness or any kind of. Def- Deformity in any part of your talent, mm-hmm. everybody's gonna talk about you, man. Hey, that's what scares me about why I'm never gonna go on the dark web. Yeah, because the web is dark enough as it yeah, is. <laughs> as it is. No, you as know what? It, you know what it is though. It's uh, watching, watching it, watching that video. I, I I didn't even laugh at first. <laughs> the first thing I did was like, oh, you're gonna get slept because you don't even bring you don't, after you throw a punch, you don't even bring it back to your yeah. chin. You're usually gonna get knocked out by a counter. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you're just out here just to. You, you, I don't know exactly. what you're doing this yeah. for. I I just I'm sorry. I don't even think I don't even think we're supposed to talk about that. But nah, I, just to, okay. I, I just had to bring that up. So. It's a good. It's it's about boxing. It's fine. Go look up the video because I know it's one you're talking about. See it and then feel free to take crap on it. Feel free. Do what you're supposed to do on the We've seen it already, so you don't need to talk to us about it no more. Now, speaking of Philadelphia, again, let's move on. Let's talk about my man. I had a cheesesteak earlier today. <laughs> Jason Rosario, is he the new J-Rock with the actual initials? Beating Julian Williams. How did you, what did you think about this fight? Now, we had no idea who Jason Rosario was going into it. No. I didn't catch his introduction. He had banana on his trunks. That's his nickname. Interested, interested on how he got that. If his last name wasn't Rosario, would it be racist? Well, I... His last name was Williams. I... I don't want to touch on that. I don't want to touch on that because I can go, you went banana, went racist. I went banana, and I'm like... You think the females call him banana? Hey, I... Is it curved? I, 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 want, I want to stay away from these types of Back things. Back to though. boxing. So, this was a five-round fight. I had it even going into the fifth round, two-two. I think uh, Jason Rosario. I mean, he came in. They were talking about how he's knocked out his last, uh, his last uh, few opponents. Nineteen with thirteen knockouts. Uh, it was nineteen. Yeah, nineteen with uh, thirteen knockouts. 14. And the thing is, twenty the kid and fourteen is now. Twenty. He's twenty-four years old from the uh, from the DR. DR. I think he was. I don't think he knows how good he can be. And I think that was more of like an idiot savant type thing. Like he got no. in there, he felt the power, but he was realized, hey, he can be in this because it took a while for him to open up. So, and I'm surprised with this too because his knockout ratio percentage is not different than Jamel Charlo's or Jared Hurd's. And I think what lost this fight really for Julian Williams is them paying too much attention to it because they mentioned it in the beginning of the fight. 
with Julian Wynn saying that we're aware of his knockout, so we're going to try to avoid a brawl. When he fought Jamel Charlo, he didn't really avoid the brawl. Brought yeah. it to him. When he fought Jared Hurd, he took it to him and yeah. won the title. Yeah. They came in cautious on this one. And I don't know if that's a bad idea. What I think well, bad idea, period. But I don't know if they did that because he was at home, trying to play it safe at home, trying to hold on to the belt. It's like NFL. Nothing makes me more mad when they want to go into the cover defense. Oh, my God. This is just like my son <laughs> yeah. learning after all these years. After yeah. all these years. Look at you. I was getting ready to literally use that same analogy. It's like you go from and try to win the fight to try to not lose the fight. And that's, that's exactly that's exactly what happened to uh, Julian Williams. Like he went in there, he went really cautious, and you got to be aggressive. You have be, to. The, like we, in this sport, we will always reward the aggressor. Always. But and then we we talk about it. We I bring up the same analogies because like uh, just like Coach Boone mm-hmm. and uh, remember the Titans. He yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. I run eight plays, split down the middle. Man, it's like it's it's <laughs> it's precise. It's per you know it's precise and it works every yeah. time. So it's just like. Do what you need to do. Impose your will. The yeah. Mayweathers, the Mike Tysons, the people who physically, like, yeah. it doesn't matter what they do. I'm not going to change my game plan to make me go outside. If you're an aggressive fighter, yeah. stay an aggressive fighter. Because as soon as you start going out, you are, hey, circles don't die squares. At all. At all. Circles at don't all. die squares. So who you are as a person and who you are as a fighter is always going to show up yep. one way or another, especially when the, when the going gets tough. Terrence Crawford. Everybody, hey, he should have switched to orthodox. Hey, as soon as he did, or as soon as things got tough, he switched to orthodox, end up getting a KO. Like, look, mm-hmm. the, you, the real you is going to show yeah. out. The real exactly. you is going to show exactly. up. And then that wasn't the real Julian J. Rock Williams. Yeah. And the, another thing that was a bad sign about this, too, is after the fight, Julian Williams was quick to say there's a rematch clause in there. Whoa, I, you ain't that, that status of a fighter. You put a rematch clause going into this, into this, so your whole game plan was not to lose. Yeah. Like this is everybody's game plan is not to lose. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So how are you gonna win? And they couldn't execute it all. Jay Rosario, shout out to my man Banana. And I do love Good. the way they spell his name. J e i s o n. It's probably Hayson. We're just pronouncing it wrong, I guess. So shout out to Rosario. Baby. You know what? Congratulations, Jason uh, Rosario, for my becoming my one of these unified be- titles. Hey, I got two belts: WBA, IBF. Is that correct? Hey, and have to work. Yeah. So a, yeah, and, WBA and, 20 and fights, IBF. Twenty fights. You've 20 been to the DR. What do you think he's doing right now? Something he ain't been doing his whole life. His man. whole it's, life. It's, his it's, whole it's life. Man, right? it's That's what I'm talking about. Great country. Great. That's country. what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Now. So, Shout out to Philly, man. Sorry, guys. Two weekends in a row. Hey. Tough weekends. It was You guys been having a rough year in all sports, I believe. Hey, but check this out, though. It's Jermail Charlo, Erickson Lubin, even Tony Harrison, there's Randy Laura. Ooh, Erickson Lubin. Erickson this Lubin. is his chance to start talking and be vocal and go after Jason Rosario. Yeah. Because this is a... This is... This is... This is... A, this is a, I'm not going to say lamb. But this is a young lion no, 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 this that does is, not this, have the experience you have. They had him ranked ninth in the WBA. Wow. This man with him. who? Lubin? Uh, no, Jason Rosario. Rosario. Okay. Rosario, they have him ranked fifth. What's in, Lubin uh, ranked right now? IBL. Uh, number one in WBC. Okay. And that's Jamel Charlo has the one, right? Yep. Ooh, he's right back there. Right back there again. If I was Jamel Charlo, I'll, I would just ignore him. I'd ignore it. Well, I mean, yeah, because he doesn't have nothing. Over, but if I was Erickson Lubin, I'd avoid Jamel Charlo and go after Jason Rosario. Go after Jason Rosario? <laughs> or, or, go after, or go after the wounded animal, Jared Hurt? Hey, for real. Nah, I want to go after somebody with a belt. You yeah. was already you yeah. was already there. You yeah, because you got, you got to be able to get have some, something to bring to the negotiation table. Exactly. So, Jason Rosario, maybe one day I'll learn how to congratulate you in Spanish. Until then, congratulations, my man. Now... Since we are on the subject it's of Spanish last names, that's, that's isn't that thank you? Wait a minute, what did you say? Congratulations. El congratulations. Oh. Come on, I know Lucius Gracias. Now, Alita Alvarez returned to the ring. We spoke about him earlier. Versus Michael Seals. Now, Michael Seals is... There's a larger batch of current boxers that people are unaware of that are a lot of ex- Football players. A lot of them come from college football. 
had maybe a short stint in the NFL, if not or zero stint, but came from a college football background, maybe had a little bit of boxing, and found something in there. There's a guy named, uh, they call him the Spartan from Michigan State. I can't even think of his name right. Seth Mitchell, who was a heavyweight champion, who was a heavyweight contender in boxing. Golden Boy built up a very good record. And then my man, the nightmare, Chris Ariola, felt very disrespected and, and, and offended and called it out and got that fight and beat him down to where he was like, maybe this sport isn't for me. And this guy got 25, 26 wins as a heavyweight champion. Now, Michael Seals is another... Now, and he was a good boxer. But Michael Seals is a guy who comes from Alabama. Like my man Deontay Wilder. College football background. Like, blew out his knee or something. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't continue in football. Somehow found boxing. They say he's a good fighter. He's got... Knocked out his last eight opponents. Has, like, 13 first-round knockouts. And he gets in there with a former champion, Alita Alvarez. This is one of these moments where... Everything on paper says you could have. It was okay to be in there, but he's never had a scheduled fight past six rounds. He's never no got past six rounds. He's gotten up to six rounds, but never fight there. And then he gets kind of thrown in and gets a leader Alvarez, former world champion for a ten round fight. So this is one of these moments. This is a what I'm going to say. Uh, my man from Philly also is uh, uh, the Puerto Rican there. Danny Garcia. No, 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 no. The the, the believe Rosado. Okay. Gabe Rosado. You jumped too soon on here, man. Like, I understand you saw the opportunity, but you got to look at what you know in boxing and then what you know he knows. Leader Alvarez, you know, has an amateur background. Yeah. He can box. He beat Sergey Kovalev. He's been in the ring with other names yeah. up way higher than your caliber, but I understand they. Pro- you saw a dollar amount. If ESPN. you said, now, if you would have said this before the fight, I would have been 100% on board, on board with you. Saying this after the fight, I don't see why he couldn't be in the ring with a leader Alvarez. I, I he looked that. sloppy. Mm-hmm. He looked unprofessional. Alvarez? He, yes. Yeah. He looked, and, and I'm not just saying like how he went about and conducted his business. Is this a Hopkins-esque thing though? Because Hopkins used to do that a lot. He executed a lot better, but he made it ugly and dirty. What? But no, he he no, he just made it ugly. It wasn't even it wasn't even dirty from yeah. the, the from the standpoint. It's, at, at first, when the crowd started booing, what do we always do? We always look at like, hey, oh, you guys don't know nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like we understand that. But then after watching like, literally oh, 30, 30 yeah. more seconds of it, I'm like, okay, yeah, almost passed out watching this fight because of, I I got bored yeah, of yeah, just yeah. leader Alvarez just grabbing and not boxing the same. I mean, this is a guy we've seen clock and knock out Sergey Kovalev, and then. Lost in a uh, rematch. Uh, out lost, in a re- uh, lost in a rematch. I expect you to come out and really impose your will on somebody who's not supposed to be there. Now, what do I what do I always say about the the measures of a true champion? It's not the 50-50 yeah. games and the 50-50 fights. It's, fight you're it's supposed the fights to win. that you're supposed mm-hmm. to win. Now, even though you won this fight, if I'm looking at anybody, if I'm looking at anybody else in the division. Who I need a name under my belt. Mm-hmm. Leader Alvarez is looking kind of tasty, man. Yeah, yeah. Pause. But I'm just because, like, you are really sitting here. I'm like, okay, he beat Kovalev. He's still a name. Mm-hmm. He had a title. I can put that under my belt because if he's if that's the way he's gonna fight, then I'll take that chance. I got you. I got you. If, if, we, if the if the thing is, we talk about this a little bit different. If there's a rematch. Mm-hmm. Now this is one of these moments where at least the crowd got rewarded for the booze, right? <laughs> We got our first KTFO of the year. Yeah. First KTFO we, we of the did. year. Now, how many guys you think, or men or women, in the crowd missed the knockout? Looked away because of how the fight was going. I think a lot of people I, did. I would say 50% of the crowd was on their phone, talking, probably talking smack. Yeah. Like, just hitting send, and all of a sudden, ooh. Yeah. Then they heard yeah. the, ooh. Yeah. And he, and he was done. He was done. He was done. And there was like five seconds left in the round. Like, that's a, it was a good knockout, but it was one of these things that I think I'm going to give credit to. The, I'll put some experience on the punch because Seals had a four-inch reach advantage, but mm-hmm. he was trying to fight on the inside, do a short punch. Throws off your footing and got beat to it also. We've seen, we've literally watched together since we started this show, we've literally watched hundreds, hundreds. and hundreds We're close and to the hundreds. Thousands. Of fights together ever since we started this. I'm trying to think of what fight it was. It was it was probably about two years ago. 
the whole fight was boring, and then it just ended with a KT, a KTFO. And that's what I'm saying. I can't even tell you. I want to say it was. A, it, it, it's it wasn't it wasn't many, but it was somewhere in the range of uh, Ares Randy Laura. Like it wasn't necessarily him, but somebody who could have knockout power, but just made it boring. And then all of a sudden, clean, man, it, I would say it's around the one fifty four, one forty seven, okay. somewhere around there. But I hate the fact that I don't have this name mm-hmm. off the top of my head. But I can see the fight. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I didn't forgot more than you ever learned. Gotcha. It's, 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 it's too much. It's now, too much to really go over. Alita Alvarez got the win. He's supposed to be slated to fight Joe Smith Jr. now because that's what they're already talking about for ESPN. Whoever is handling this up, they said the winner of this fight's the winner of that, and that's what we're looking at. Now, if this Elita Alvarez shows up against Joe Smith Jr. I got Joe Smith Jr. I got Joe Smith Jr. I think because he's not more experienced. He's not going to let Elita Alvarez do that to him yeah, at all. He's at not going to bully him. You ain't, you ain't gonna gonna time me up like that. He's not going to allow him to be mm-hmm. bullied. He's not going to allow him to put him in a headlock. Joe, Joe, now <laughs> Joe, Joe Smith, Smith Jr. will get dirty. Allow, he's going to allow it to get ugly. He'll get dirty with it. He'll get dirty with it. He'll get dirty with and it. What, what makes me sad about that is oh, when it comes to the power and when it comes to boxing, I'm always going to take the boxing over the bully. But... It, just like we said, if this is the leader Alvarez that shows up, I don't trust this. Trying guy. to bully when you're not. Yeah. So I, I think, is it possible that his win against Kovalev could have possibly ruined the rest of his boxing? Because now you can't let go that. You, you, I feel like what do you say about Kovalev? He said some. He said that you know. Kovalev wasn't the same one that Alvarez it, fought. It, it, that's it, not the same Kovalev that. If anybody I fights anybody after anybody, it's not the same person because time exists. Period. And yeah. no matter what physical peak shape you are, Father Time will come up and say, hey, guess what? It's Let me pull you back it's a little your, bit. It's your time, son. So, for him to even make the comment, I feel like because of that one win and the way he lost to Kovalev, this could ruin this guy. He could be thinking now. Now, they say that he had a lot of power coming up and he did something to his shoulder had to change his style up. But then you see the flashes of it, obviously. But if that's true, then... Is he going to get fixated now on becoming that one-punch dude, thinking that he still has it back if he had it before? And it's a hypothetical, but I can see that I can see that projection right now for him, just based off of personality, attitude, and the way he's been fighting. These are one of those things that, like, even if you sat down and interviewed this guy, you're still not going to know unless you're a We know real, Spanish first. It, well, it, you're still not going to know unless you're an actual close acquaintance of this person. You know what his mindset is because a lot of people, you know, Kovalev may have been his peak. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he can't go nowhere. Like, yeah. What? What? How come he, a leader Alvarez, he always looks like the angry black dude? I, I don't think he can ever not look like it. Like in his wedding photo, he'd probably be like, Are you happy? I don't what, I don't look happy. Where is he from? <laughs> Colombia. Have you ever seen a happy Colombian? Some of the females, yeah. That's different. <laughs> That's different, man. Yeah, usually That's if I different. do it, 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 it and, and the ones we do see, it ends with a... <laughs> <laughs> and those guys are always happy. <laughs> oh, God. That's so funny. That's terrible. All right. Elita Alvarez, man, I hope you do get in the ring with Joe Smith Jr. and learn how to switch it up because Joe Smith ain't going to let you do that to him at all. Make it entertaining. All. Make it... do. Be, go back to the drawing board, yeah. and and you know it's kind of a it's kind of a double edged sword mm-hmm. too, because as ugly as you made it look, and like we got know you could be better, out. you got the KT, you got the KTFO. So don't just lean, don't just lean on that and be like, hey, I still got it. Like, hey man, you you wore you wore him down, and it was ugly, and then you you caught him. So now speaking of KTFOs here, we're gonna touch on this for a hot second, or maybe more. So I I know you saw it. 42nd matchup for the return of uh, Mr. Conor McGregor versus Cowboy Cerrone. Yeah. Now, I told other people going into this fight, you're probably going to watch Cerrone age in the ring. And boy, did he age in the ring. Man, I think it takes a little bit more than 40 seconds to age, man. I mean, I mean, well, Father Time is undefeated. And he had his nose broke by a shoulder. Like, it was a good shoulder check, but... Talking about Conor McGregor here real quick. We're not going to start analyzing the UFC fight. But talking about Conor McGregor, I do want to say that it's if he's not a clone, he he's definitely taking the sport seriously now for combat. Because he wasn't drunk, apparently. Talking <laughs> smack. He didn't call nobody out for the first time that I've heard. But I like him what the aftermath always brings with his fights. Because it's always entertainment. Not the kind of ish talk we want to hear usually. But already he said that 
he's going to get a world champion in boxing. His camp has reached out to Pacquiao's camp. Of course, Mayweather, we started to forget about him. What did he do? Get on Twitter. Hit it, or supposedly hit up Dana White. And he, well, he's scheduled to do this again in about four months. It's like clockwork with this guy. But realistically, what I do like is that Bob Arum has already reached out to Dana White with an offer for a two-fight deal with Terrence Crawford. One in boxing, one in the UFC. Now, what a lot of people don't know about Terrence Crawford is he has a high school wrestling background. He has two sons that are currently at whatever their age level is, current champions at it. I see the photos with the medals and all that. So, now this could be pride talking. Um, obviously, the money's in boxing, so we know where the first fight's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. And if a deal like that goes down, I would love to see Terrence Crawford in the octagon. But at the same time, I kind of don't. Because it's like, I don't want... Don't tell me about Santa Claus yet. Not right now. But Terrence Crawford's a goon. Yeah. I don't know if... If Connor starts talking smack to him, they it's might not make they, it they the not make it, to, not the make it to the ring. They might not make it to the ring. Listen, there are some people you know you like every fighter, every real fighter. Yes. And it's not just it's not just a hype. There's sometimes okay, you know what? I'm not even gonna go that way because like I've I've seen it happen on both. Let me Correct. let me change this around. Okay. Everybody knows there's some people you can and cannot talk to. And if you choose, and if you choose to talk to yes. reckless, there's only one or two. There's only one or two ways that that's gonna go, or there's only one or two reasons why you're gonna talk. You're gonna talk that talk with anybody, especially with somebody like Connor, uh, Terrence Crawford. You're gonna talk it because you feel like you can yeah. beat him, mm-hmm. or two, you know that nobody's gonna allow anything to happen. It's just like those people who running yeah. start wolfing when they know that it's gonna be breaking up, or you know it's gonna hold them back, or somebody's gonna hold them back. That's it. Connor don't want none of that smoke inside the ring. I don't. I hate what this has become because when we started I don't the show, see, I don't. I don't want to see this. I, I talk about athletes and who can convert to what. When we started the show, do you remember me mentioning to you, Terrence Crawford could, could make a run in the MMA or UFC? If you said that, I know for a fact I ignored you. Well, I said it only because of his style of fighting. I didn't say he would do it, but I say when you when you can switch styles like that. Entering into the octagon won't be that difficult to conversion if you have a background to defend it. I actually and, remember this conversation. And having a wrestling background yeah. gives him a shot in the octagon against anybody. Now, this is a lot of hype in it. Conor McGregor, he ain't stupid. He's smarter than anybody thinks, even though he's an Irish drunk. He's not going to do this because if you're going to do it, you're going to do it for the right money. Terrence Crawford ain't that kind of money for that risk at all. Is it possible? Because this man... If he walks you down, it ain't going to the tenth round, son, hey, at all. At all. If uh, is it possible that I could like who Conor McGregor is as a person, but never want to hang or be around him? Of course. He, oh yeah. He is that. He's that type of guy where it's just like everything oh, yeah. about like Easy. his persona. Oh, yeah. Like I completely understand who oh, yeah. he is. Oh, I want nothing to do with you. And I and I respect what he does for his sport mm-hmm. because just like uh, when he had just the, like a lot of these athletes, yeah. it's like the game is better with him in there. Like I don't, I will never like purposely watch a Conor McGregor fight, but I know that he is good for the UFC. Yeah, and and if you show up at a buddy's house, and it just happens to be on, they're gonna have. I'm not, I'm not, right. I'm not going out of my way to watch him. But it's I just didn't pay like, seventy five dollars for that fight. Yeah, at all, at all. It was even when I looked at the card, it was insulting for the price. ESPN even emailed me. It was like, "Hey, we give you ten dollars off for the ESPN Plus." No, no, stop it, stop. You're lucky you even get five bucks for me for that one, man. So, I mean, I, I like the hype behind it. Bob Arum being the genius Bob Arum is, but Conor McGregor ain't that stupid. I do want to try his whiskey though, Proper Twenty One, and maybe we'll do a square circle one on one on boxing. Is that, that Conor McGregor? That's Conor McGregor. Pro- proper Twenty One. Conor McGregor. Have you had some? No, I have not. We're going to get a bottle. All right. It's affordable. We'll have that for the next I'm, show. I'm, now, I'm with that. this next segment here, we're, as, since we just mentioned pro athletes, I'm going to say the initials AB for obvious reasons and non-obvious reasons. So, you see what's going on with Antonio Brown? Yeah. Nothing's worse. Like, 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 like Juicy Smollett. Ju- when, when, other, <laughs> when, when, when you got other black people like, 
Uh, let me turn around on this brother right here. I can't even help you. Even his, some of his yes men are like, he's like, you, he's losing at least one yes man a day. I guarantee it. Yeah. I guarantee it. Now, this uh, came up to me as a, I just want your opinion. I would like to see an ABAB duo. And, <laughs> and, you know, a black exploitation type movie. Can we get an Antonio Brown, Adrian Boner, Dumb and Dumber movie? Just throw that out there. Just throw it out. I mean, oh. I feel like this would be a great comedy. Oh god, man! Look, I I really don't want to touch on that. I really, I oh. actually tell you the truth, I really don't want to touch. Go ahead. But we are because apparently <laughs> Antonio Brown, he got some hitting the pads on YouTube also, and he's trying to fight one of these white Paul brothers. Oh, I saw that one. He said, I'll, he said, I'll drop you faster than the Patriots did. Yeah. And I, it was, I was like, hey, that's kind of insulting. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's it. I was like, hey. I think we hey, have to fight. Hey, that's, <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, that's a golf clap for that one, man. I was like, Damn. Just, because hey, I love Twitter. I, I love it too. And, and, and you can't, I've always said this before. I grew up around a lot of black dudes. Number one thing is show no fear. Even if you're scared, you show no fear. Because like in a room full of dogs, they will smell it and exploit you. And you will, you can earn, I'm not saying you will, but then you can earn their respect from there. And that's number one rule. So shout out to Mr. Paul for that one. And, and for the quick response too. So shout out to him with that. Now, speaking of boners, this man, you know, he got ordered to pay 800000 for uh, sexual assault charges he convicted wait, of or wait whatever. Which, which one? So, uh... Adrian Boner. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you know, he had, a, he had a sexual assault lawsuit going on. Not a criminal charge already, so this is a money grab, and they got 800 k from him, right? This is what you get, brother. Obviously, there's always some truth to it. Luckily, the police stayed out of it for whatever reason, or were never there, and th- the civil lawsuit got settled. But now, what was, it, what was the AB stand for again? About what? About billions. About billions. You know what his cash app cash tag is? What? About billions. You know what he just did today? Asked for his fans to send him $10 on the cash app because he's going through hard times. This man's story will not have a happy ending. And even in this article I was reading it, one of the things they said was the exact same thing we said. This was one of the most talented fighters we have seen in a very, very long time. And as much as I rag on this dude and... And worry about him swinging on me when I call him boner if we meet. I will I'll always pre- admit I'll, to it. I'll protect you. I, 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 I am very confident you will. That's why if I, when I do say it, I'll make sure <laughs> boner. <laughs> I'll, re- I'll reach out for you when I do. But, but even this is like when I saw that, I want to clown on him. And at the same time, I was like, oh, man, bro. Yeah. So if you're hurt from money like that, or are you like a – you got a premium Snapchat we ain't heard about yet, or something. Well, it was funny is like when you said when you said that, and he said that he was uh he had to, he paid eight hundred thousand dollars. My first thing that came to mind was like, yo, he has eight hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, exactly. They, I mean, because honestly, was mm-hmm. was it was him and Mikey Garcia? Was that was that a pay per view fight? No, Showtime. When's the last time you had a pay per view fight, or if any? Pacquiao. Pacquiao. Mm-hmm. That was his only pay-per-view fight. How? Was it? We'd have to look that up. I don't remember if it was pay-per-view, but his last big fight was Pacquiao. So, I mean, he's got a resume there, but he's just... Marcos Medina snapped, took something from that man that he can't get back. Yeah. yeah. He, he it, literally it's, did. It's, uh, you know what? And um, actually, it was funny. It's like, uh, uh, shout-out to my homegirl, Whitney. Um, she's a... Uh, I met her through a friend, competitor, uh, competitor. Like that? Yeah, yeah. But me and her had a deep-ass conversation about, like, what it is for an athlete and to be scared of failing or scared of not being number one. And, that yo, that stuff is real. And for a lot and for a lot of athletes, that's always in the back of your mind. And then the one thing, the one thing that we have going for us is our confidence. Yeah. And once that gets shattered or trip, chipped away, it, 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 it's it's really hard for anybody to come back. The easiest way better. to like, attack any man is at his ego. That's his, oh yeah, at, yeah. Oh, but, but but even then, it's one thing to attack somebody's. It's it's like 
if you're an undefeated fighter, somebody can attack you and be like, hey, man, you're trashy, but you're like, hey, I'm undefeated. I'm undefeated, yeah. What? Come show me I'm trash. Do that after a loss. Right. Dude, that messes with you mentally. It really it really hey, does. There's a quote out there, you know, it's just not about when or how we fail, but rising every time you fall. So what do we all, what do we, what do we say the most on this show? Well, we, we say a lot of things. A lot, <laughs> a lot of, of things that you can't repeat. We say a lot, a lot of things <laughs> yeah. you can't repeat, but we always talk about I wonder what kind of fighter he is when he comes back from that loss. Yep, all the time. All, all the, the time. time. That's what we say. That that's re- that really shows you who you are. Mm-hmm. Like being undefeated is one thing, but how you come back from that loss and that lets you know who you, I, Canelo Alvarez. We we see that. Uh, you know, Sean a- Porter. I don't think Adrian Boner like, will have a fight in twenty twenty. I think he's going downhill. I think he's. Um, we, he, I hope he finds God or something. He's been on the other side of that mountain. He might want to consider working on them rap bars or something because uh, he, he his brand is gone. Like, celebrities ain't even trying to mess with him, even. Like, I don't even think he has any famous friends he's messing with, probably out of Yes Men, with this. We've, we've, we've seen that from the dad, hey, brush yeah, my yeah. hair, all that kind of stuff. It's nothing but Yes Men in his corner. And that's how you know. Look, paying sexual assault, sliding into some sixteen-year-old's DMs, and now this—I don't know, man. This is, is going to be a very sad ending for Adrian Boner. But and you know what? You know what's even worse than that? What you just brought up is that that's just in the past year. Yeah. That that's just in the past six months. That's insane. And he's been on this road for a long time. Whether it's a Javante Davis mishap that they're coming in the back, yeah. Like, but since you say that in the last six months, right away I'm telling you this man is definitely on has an addiction problem, and I bet you drugs are involved. I guarantee it, because that's exactly how it falls. Is when you see people quickly drop, quickly get out of character beyond the dick he already was, and, and but then start to decline. Not just there's a decline sometimes of people when they start to fall into it, but when you dive into it, you plummet. And this man yeah. is his his stock is plummeted. At all. Ain't no one touching it. So we'll be surprised. I'll be shocked if I see him fight in 2020. He may be done. I mean, his career may not be over, but he's definitely done as a legit contender, I believe. Damn shame what happened to Flip. Damn shame what happened to Flip. That's all I'm going to say, man. That's all I'm going to say. Now, there's always a chance for redemption for everybody out there. Julian Williams got it. Would he beat Jared Hurd? So now it's Jared Hurd's time for redemption. He's fighting Francisco Santana. I have. I'm not even. I, I want to say I know Francisco, but I've covered a lot of Franciscos. Covered a lot of Santanas. Let's see if we know this guy here. Pull up Jared Hurd and Francisco Santana. How much time we got? We two fights to talk about. We good? Yeah, we good. Okay. Because Francisco Santana. Now, if, if I was a trainer, and my cha- my former unified champion is coming off a loss, first off, I got to see how the camp's going to be. Do we need to make any changes in the corner? But we got to get your confidence back up because we know you're a champion. You've proved it before, and we want to get the belts back. So we got to get you in there with someone tough. Now, maybe not someone as tough as Jason Rosario, <laughs> but that also could be a bad game plan, which we're probably right about. Now, Francisco Santana, who is he? Uh, Francisco Santana, he is a boxer from the U.S., age 33 years old, 25 and 7 with 12 knockouts. 25 and 7 with 12 knockouts. So. Not a big threat at power punching. Got some losses in there, but he'll definitely give you some rounds. I'm glad I did not make a great card joke being from the U.S. Um, Shout out to Francisco. They probably see. call him Cisco. Uh, got a majority a majority win uh, against Felix Diaz. Oh, okay. uh, lost to Jose Benavidez. Mm-hmm. Lost to Saddam Ali. Okay. Legit losses. Legit losses, at least. So, this this guy has seen some competitors. Oh, and... Oh. and uh, this is, this is, okay, different Julian Williams. Okay. And, uh, no, but Jermel Charlo. Lost okay. to Jermel Charlo. So this, this man. And Kareem Mayfield. Okay. Remember Kareem Mayfield? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was the one that, he he uh, he had his name in the Mayweather hat for a hot second. Yeah. Um. So this is good. This is a good, this is a good pull for Jared Hurd's camp. Because this is someone, we've probably seen him fight before. Um. But we know that what Jared Hurd's capable of. We know his style. Yeah. And we know what he's going to do. So you got to get in there so you can do it against safely, right? Is he's probably not even ranked. So, but this is what you do for a champion coming off a loss, man. You well, got to keep his confidence up. Also, uh, Francisco Santana is five nine, and Jared Hurd is six one. So that figures. That so, figures. Hey, hey. What's the reach though? 
Uh, Jared Swift is uh, 76 and a half. Don't forget the half. And then uh, 72. It's going to be a rough night, Francisco. Or it's going to be a short night, Francisco. (laughs) Possibly. (laughs) But at least when you see the name Santana, we can only assume what you're going to bring to the table. Some raw action, exactly what Jared Hurd wants. If Jared Hurd is smart and as tough as we think he is, he better get this man out early. Because you want to get rounds. This is... This is... It's not the rounds that was Jared Smith's, yeah. uh, Jared Swift's problem. It was Mike Garcia who ended up being yes. his uh, his problem. So it was a uh, no, it wasn't Mike Garcia. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, making me. It was uh, Julian Williams. Yeah. That that was who it was. And Julian Williams brought it to him, right? Yeah. He took it to him, and it's just like with the second Canelo Triple G fight. Canelo took it to Triple G, and that threw off the balance of what everybody thought was going to happen. And when you do that to someone with that style, you could throw them off. Now, I don't think Francisco Santana can has the will or the power to do something like that to Jared Hurd. But that seems to be the formula when you got guys that come forward like that and hit pretty good. You know what? Hey, I want to apologize to everybody listening. I know I've said Mikey Garcia twice, I think, in reference to Jared Swift Hurd. Uh, and that's, that's even super racist because it's Danny Swift Garcia. Is, is, uh, no. What did I say? Jared you, Swift Hurd. That's correct. There's a Danny Swift Garcia. Yeah. And then Jared, but then Mike Garcia is like, oh, no. And I, no and when I, actually, who I was thinking of was uh, Robert Easter Jr. Ah, bunny. That's who I was thinking of. So it was like, you know. I told you, man. It's all, it's all there, in man. here. It, they might give you randoms over there at that job. Listen, it's a lot over going on here. It's all that smoke you inhaling. It ain't mine. You know what I'm The Carson edition? Exactly. Whatever the car synergies, I don't even know. Is that what's in this stuff nowadays? Now, so Jared Herman, we'll see what happens. Now, another return to the ring. Danny Swift Garcia. Swift and Swift. Yep. So Danny Garcia is fighting Ivor Redcatch. Ivor Redcatch is no slouch. He was in the Boxing World Super Series. I believe he only has two losses on his record. Is that correct? Yeah, let me get there. Let me get there. Now, we know what Danny Garcia brings no, to the table. he has four, four losses. losses. Okay. Yep. I have a red catch. Now, yeah, uh, John John Molina, Arhenis Mendez, okay. Tevin Farmer, and uh, Dehan's okay. not teaching it. I was confusing wow, him. Wow, we haven't heard that name in forever. Right? I miss not teaching it. I was confusing Ivan Redcatch with Ivan Baranchuk. Now, Ivan Redcatch, this was an up and come. He was one of these guys who was a top prospect until he got that first loss. And it's been on the decline. How has he done in his last two fights, Redcatch? Uh, Devin Alexander beat him. He knocked Remember him out. Watched that. Yeah, yeah he knocked him out. Yeah, and uh, Tyrone Harris before that, he knocked him out as well. So he fought his way back to this level. Yep. He was a big name prospect going in. Now, one thing we know about Danny Garcia is that he doesn't really talk smack. His dad talks a lot of smack, yeah. and unfortunately, he's that guy who has to go and back it up. He even said it. He's like, "It's my dad, you know," and he does it, and I just got to go in there and do it, you know, and. Adrian Granados, Sean Porter, Brandon Rios, Keith Thurman, Sammy Vargas, Robert Guerrero, Paulie Malinaji, Lamont, Lamont Peterson, Rod Salka, Mauricio Herrera, Matisse, Zach Judah, Eric Morales, Amir Khan, Eric Morales. That was all in order. In order. Solid resume. Now, it's okay to like to hate him, but Danny Garcia is legit. I, I will always say I'm not a fan of Danny Garcia, but I will always respect this man. Oh, as a yeah, boxer. of course, of course. It, 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 and you know how it was. And it, most of the time, the reason why I don't like him is because he's disappointed me as far as I've always picked against him yeah, yeah. and I lost. And then the one time I picked him, he, he lost. It, you, know, it, you know, so it, it's my, my, my distaste for him mm. goes a little bit. It's unwarranted, but it's warranted at the same time. But it's understandable. 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 Now, I'm very glad that this went down this way because he he had his name in the Pacquiao hat, right? Yeah. Now, Pacquiao has earned the right to choose who he's going to fight. Yes, he has. He has. And and has always been the quiet politician, respectful guy who doesn't call out names. And and last last man I was talking smack to him was Keith Thurman. Yeah. And we saw how well that went for him, so... We'll see what goes on with this one. Now, for Danny Garcia to get the win over Ivan Redcatch, his dad's woofing about him and Errol Spence. You know, he, he said Errol Spence ain't fought nobody. <laughs> I don't know about that one. And he's talking about Pacquiao scared of him. I don't know about that one, too. Slow down, bro. Last time you were talking to Smack was my man Ponytail. What happened? You know, he was talking to Smack to when he, when he took, the, took Thurman's belt from him. 
and that didn't go too well. So, Danny Garcia, we know what he's got to the table. This sh- he should be able to get the win. I don't think this is going to be an easy fight for him. It's not. But I think it's going to be an entertaining fight. Um, I've lost many a times picking against Danny Garcia. I will pick Danny Garcia to win this fight, but hopefully it's a little bit more entertaining. Like um, I honestly see it. I honestly see it going like the same what kind of way like Brandon Brandon Rios fight did. Like Brandon Rios was a shock to me. I didn't. See, I did not see him knocking that I man didn't out. See, the way I didn't see did him knocking him out. But all. like I saw it being a tough. Yeah. Little brawl, mm-hmm. but Danny Garcia just overwhelms with his uh, high ring IQ and the boxing ability, and of course that six toe that he has, which gives him that extra punching power. Now, there's no a lot of times we see the names in the matchup, and and we know we like the last one, Jared Hurd, Francis and Santana. We didn't even pick a winner, right? Yeah. We don't need to, don't yeah. need to. This is the one we really don't need to pick a winner. But how's he gonna win? Um, I think he's going to win with his supreme boxing ability. It's Danny Garcia has never done one thing great, but he does everything well, which is the tale yeah. of a well-rounded uh, athlete, a boxer. Don't, don't forget that no-look hook. No look, don't forget the, but, that no-look hook. No, but even the no-look hook, he goes in, yeah. and it's not just a punch that's thrown. That's That's got incredible it's knockout. Timed. It's it's, timed. it's always timed, and it's uh, a process of having that, which leads up to that no-look hook. So yep. his supreme boxing ability is what has allowed him to have those names under his belt with only two losses. Sounds like we both agree. Unanimous decision. I don't know if he'll knock him out. He may. If he does, I think it'll be happening in later rounds. But I see him boxing to an easy decision. Not easy decision, but a unanimous decision. Yeah. Should get this one. Now make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101. Or hit us up on Instagram at Square Circle 101. Or talk a little smack to us on Twitter. It's grind time back for us here on 2020. Um, you're going to see some stuff. I've been chopping up some clips for y'all who listen to the audios. Hopefully, I'll be able to get some clips out there that you can watch again. My man shoot over here showing what he does to the ladies. Now, make sure you check it out, man. I'm out. Well, actually, I'm still in here. But be brave enough to suck at something new. <laughs> yeah. Give me that. Give me Give me the uh, uh, my man from uh, D-Block. <laughs> 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 I'm out. Shit. Uh, Thank you.